0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan on a Friday. I'm Tim Donnelly. Graham Hill sitting in for Dennis today, so you'll hear him throughout the show producing, doing what he does. And the Canes might be building something after all. Canes are back. Are they fully time will tell but after their win last night over Detroit it's a lot 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 more optimistic than it was uh after their their five-game trip through Canada Detroit was the second highest scoring team in the NHL Detroit was Carolina held them to a goal one Detroit actually might be back <laughs> everybody's it's reverting back to the meme everyone's back we, for the holidays we, we, we <laughs> in a little bit of a funny world there for a while. Uh, Here's the deal. The Canes, their last two games have looked like the Canes. We've expected them to look like all season. That, I mean, two games is better than one. It gives you more of a chance to believe your eyes, believe what you're seeing. Pyotr Kochekov had 25 saves, some of them really, really good, right? Some of them, the type that that system the Canes play defensively call for. Right. The, the whole goal is limiting the other team's opportunities, limiting their chances, limiting their high leverage chances, but you're also being a bit more conservative on the other side. So when a goalie has a chance to save you, he has to save you. Kochekov did that for, for a night. Sometimes he saved himself. I mean, we, we we saw that also. I was just about to say, I don't know if Pietro heard me when I was joking around, I say, I guess both goaltenders forgot how to clear the puck properly because after that... He almost got the primary assist on a goal against himself. Yeah. Uh, but, but he scrambled back into goal. Got the stop. That's the difference, right? Both goalies made horrendous mistakes. One of them was just able to to salvage this the the save rather than give up the cheap goal, which is exactly what uh, uh, Jordan Stahl was able to take advantage of on the other side for the the game winner. Uh, let's hear from Rod Brindamore talking about Pyotr Kochekov and the performance last night last two 7%. games last two games you know he was solid and the other guy was making a ton of saves too and they got to match it right that's that's kind of the, the game that goes on within the game uh, sometimes and you got to give their guy a lot of credit Made a good a lot of ton of saves kept his team in it and so you know cooch had to match it and uh, he did stefan nason stays hot we're, we're gonna have to have this stefan nason conversation at some point where it's it's how high do you vault him in, like, your star rankings? Like, yeah. that, that, that guy is playing some hockey. I tell you what, Jack Drury. All, he deflected the nascent shot for the goal, just to give the background. Now continue. Yeah, and also scored a goal himself. Yep. How long before we need to start having conversations with signing Jack Drury long-term? I mean, the the <laughs> – Again, it's first world problems, right? It's it's my, my, as I say often, my private jet's taking too long to refuel. It, it's a complaint that isn't really a complaint. There's a lot of guys that deserve more contracts moving forward for the Canes, and you're going to have to pick and choose the right ones at the best clip possible. We talked about it yesterday, right? Uh, you probably, if you could go back and do it over, would have kept Shane who's who's playing very well for Detroit. You're not going to get it right every single time, but looking at all of the guys that they have that are on their last year, of the contract, or are nearing the point in their careers where they're looking for another contract, like Drury amongst them, there's there's some guys that are going to make some money. And then there's the stalwarts. Jordan Stahl gifted the go-ahead goal. I'll I mean, be your father figure. <laughs> uh, just, just, you know, you, you hate to look at a, a – one play in a hockey game especially and say that was kind of the the issue that was the thing that cost your team the game but not being able to clear that puck and pretty much letting it just just fall into Jordan's lap for a goal I think the Red Wings are going to look at that one and say I'm pretty sure that was the one that lost it for us uh here's Jordan Stall after the game about their efforts and how they finished the road trip with two straight wins yeah I mean started the road trip from hell for a bit there and obviously um boys uh you know grinding the last few and um found a way to get in a little bit of a groove. And um, I thought Coochie Cucci played really well the last couple games as well. Um, and uh, kind of was a really a difference, difference maker for us. And, um, yeah, I'm going to win. I, I mean, that right there, just the fact that they're going to be coming home tonight for their game against Nashville with momentum is a task in and of itself. It's, a, it's an accomplishment in and of itself. And you know what it was? The focus was there. That's something we've been we we hadn't seen, right? It, it's they've during this road trip that especially the part they were struggling on, the one mistake almost always led to another mistake, right? It was it was. I don't know if they were pressing. I don't know if they were too tense, but as soon as a mistake was made, almost always it was compounded with another mistake until eventually you you either had given up the lead that you had earned or uh the the deficit you were facing grew to almost insurmountable length. It like like look at the we talked about the Kochekov mistake, right? He essentially, you know fed Kane for the goal like it it looked like it was it was intentional uh but instead of letting that mistake become another and then giving up another goal and then being upset and giving up another goal got back in and, and, and made the stop he was able to scramble back right that game last night shows so much that game last night is part of why you need to be locked in the difference was there was one miscue for each team the goalie one major miscue that was going to, you know, if you put the, the Benny Hill music behind it, it could be on the old school blooper reels on Wide World of Sports. Like one miscue for each, but it only cost one of the teams. That's the whole difference. The whole difference was, was once you made a mistake, did you let it beat you or did you stop it? That game also shows why you have to do everything you can for this roster. When we talk about making a move for a goalie, even if Kochekov is playing really well, if Ronta isn't, you still need the goalie. Or if Kochekov goes into a bit of a a, a slump and Ronta's playing like when this team is good, it's really good. When right. you have everybody contributing. When you have everyone contributing, when you have Nason locked in, when you have Jarvis Pepper in the goal with shots, even though he he wasn't getting uh even though he wasn't getting a ton of, of you know wins, right? He, he wasn't getting it into the the, the, the net. It wasn't being uh, successful. He was peppering the goal with attempts. He was being aggressive. When that team is good, they're really good. And you don't want to look back on this season with any regrets, right? Put your chips on the table. Sometimes I I, I wonder this, right? Because if you look at this uh Kane's team, like their championship window, if you call it a championship window, probably opened up two years ago. Sometimes I think teams become obsessed and this goes across all sports with extending the window, right? I, I, I want to make sure we can win over the next five years. And I'm going, well, at one point you have to push your chips in the middle or else you're going to end up just being a really, you're going to end up being, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a good example here. Maybe cross sport. You end up, you end up being the, uh, Titans, the Derrick Henry Titans where they were good for like, you know, four years but it never really felt like they were a Super Bowl contender, and they also never really went all in. right? You never saw them make the move where you trade a first-round pick for Von Miller at the deadline to come in and be the last piece on a championship team. You never saw them really make the move to go get it. I, I want to make sure the Canes recognize the team as it played the last two games proves it is good enough to, to make waves, but you might need to make a big splash. You might need to push your chips in the table and say – you know what? This might hurt us 4 years from now. But it's better for us right now and we're going to go get our championship. That like the 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 difference between a what could have been a horrendous trade, something like uh the the Broncos trading for Russell Wilson and what could have been a horrendous trade like the Rams trading for Matt Stafford is the Rams got their one Super Bowl. Right? They went all in. They got no one's ever going to say that was a bad trade. If you don't get that one Super Bowl, all right, it kind of looks like a bad trade, right? At some point, you have to go all in and say, this is the year we're going to win it. It's not about having a 10% chance to win it each of the next five years. It's about having a 60% chance of winning it this year. And last night kind of proved that to me. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers, with class sizes like about sixteen. The drive with Tim Donnelly, 99-9. The fan. The Canes play tonight. Nashville at home. The end of a long, long road stand it's or road home, trip. It's the fifth home opener. It, it really feels that way. They've been on the road since December 3rd. So that's a long road trip. Up and most of that spent up in Canada. Um, first things first. I'm not really counting this as a uh, home game. Because they haven't really gotten to uh, appreciate the amenities of being at home, right? They probably got in late last night. They played last night, maybe went home and caught a a, a couple hours of snooze. Then they had to wake up and go right back to the to PNC. So there's there's really not. You know, being at a part of being at home is you get to hang out with your family a little bit. You get the, the comfort of food that you're used to. You, you you get to relax a little. You know everything. You, you know, take where, a nap in your own bed. Yeah, like like those things matter. And when when your first home game after a log road trip is the second half of a back to back, you really don't get that that home feeling. So I'm I'm considering this like almost half an away game, even though it's at home. Until the game starts. Then you have the PNC crowd and you have everybody on your side. I think that matters but as far as the the leading up to it it kind of feels like a road game like you're still living in a hotel there's no way anybody unpacked their bags there's no no shot right they threw it in the the right by the front door and went to the went went to bed for a couple hours left in the mudroom yeah left in the mudroom exactly maybe maybe they got it up to the, 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 the bedroom but then they just threw it in the closet and shut the door like that, that's about it um with that being said though tonight is an opportunity you know what opportunity that is For Rod Brindamore to coach his 400th NHL game. This coming from uh, Walt Ruff, the team reporter, friend of the show. 400th game as the NHL head coach tonight, as an NHL head coach tonight, when the Canes host Nashville with 242 wins already under his belt. There's only, he's second all time in most wins through 400 career contests. And obviously that can go up to 243 tonight. That's pretty impressive. Right. Rod Brindamore knows what he's doing. Remember that. OK, now Rod Brindamore talked to the media about finishing up their road trip with two wins, Ottawa and then last night in Detroit before coming home. Here's what Rod had to say. Yeah, tonight was probably our, you know, real good game all the way. I loved our second and third, too. I mean, you know, didn't give up a ton and create a bunch of offense and did it right. And, uh, you know, we got rewarded for it tonight with the win. Building that momentum, it's it, it's crazy that they have momentum coming out of that road trip. Yeah, they started 0 four. They've won the last two. I hate to say it, Tim. I question that they were going to come back to Raleigh with a win at all They're, on that I, road trip. Out of that road I thought they beat Ottawa. I thought maybe Detroit would then suck all the air out of the Ottawa win by if they if they didn't pull out the win against Detroit. I think they would have come back to this the the the, the, the their home ice just deflated. But now we have Nashville, and and let's look at that one right. The back-to-backs, it's always hard to do, like, the recap and the preview. Let's jump to the preview. Uh, Nashville is a what I call an absolutely pure middle-of-the-road team. Yeah, They are in the middle of the Central Division. If you zoom out, they are in the middle of the Western Conference. If you zoom out, they're pretty much right in the middle of the NHL as a whole. They are a replacement-level team. right? You hear that w- war in, in baseball a lot, wins above replacement – like, you get to find out how good you are compared to the complete, pure, middle-of-the-road team based on how you play against Nashville tonight. They're a great measuring stick because that—that that is what they are. There's also a conversation we have to have. I said we'd have it earlier. Now let's have it. About Stefan Nason. It's a conversation that needs to happen. Right? It, it's how far down the main contributors do you get before you mention Nason, and how far up should that be? How underrated is this guy? Right? We, we, a couple of days ago, and actually it's maybe a week ago now, uh, but it, it put it on my radar. Dennis, uh, who, who traditionally produces this show had a long list of stats from Stefan Nason. And and I'm gonna paraphrase them, but I'll put it this way: uh when he's on the ice some of his stats, as far as the Canes as a team, are near the top of the NHL, right? He's top 10 in, like, goals when he's on the ice, goals per 60 minutes when he's on the ice, all of these things, plus, minus, all these advanced stats. But he was 10th on the team in time on ice. So despite being one of the most efficient players as far as how the team plays when he is on the ice, he wasn't near the top of time on the ice. And and I just took note of that because I'm going like, well, it does seem as if if when he's on the ice, your team plays a lot better. They score a bunch more goals than your opponents. You try to get him on the ice about as much as you could. That's boiling it down to the most basic and simple of, of, of logic. Yeah. But then since then, since those those stats were brought to my mind and I'm paying attention to it, the guy's been playing really, really well. Here's a stat for you, Tom. Oh, I love a good stat. Nason now has 17 points in 29 games this season, and is currently on pace for 48 points this year. His current career high was 36 points set last season, and he's still not—I I mean, he's just not on the ice as much as as some other guys that are obviously going to put up more impressive point totals. But when he is on the ice, very noticeable. And and when he is on the ice, the guys he's with play better, right? Think of it like the jury goal last night. Yeah. Uh, Nason did a lot of that work. Drury got the deflection. He got the goal, but Nason did a lot of that work, and and that sort of thing needs to be recognized. The Canes went with eleven forwards and seven defensemen. So uh, last night, which they might do again, right? They had D'Angelo and Chatfield in the mix, and and Svet's still out with the injury. Um, but that gave Nason the chance to kind of show his versatility. He was skating with Aho and Jarvis right that that was kind of how things played out but then that fourth line of forwards you, you, obviously you have uh an open spot he's playing there and that's where he contributes to the goal with Drury and it's 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 he's the hot hand right now yeah feed the hot hand and and feed the hot hand so tonight against Nashville i fully expect him to do something that is going to positively impact the canes chances of winning and and think about that i mean I, Like Aho, Jarvis, some of these guys that maybe get a little bit more pub, a little bit more sizzle. Yeah, of course we expect them to do things that are going to positively impact winning. But if you get Nason and you feature him and he's keeping up with those guys, think of the asset that is right. It's it's that's you're no longer then just you know and and we've said this the, the the whole season. You know the the first line, second line, the the then you have that. Fast uh, stall uh, Martinuk line—that's kind of its own little entity. Then fourth line—it's really not that for the Canes. It's scoring line, scoring line, stall Martinuk fast line, uh, and and then scoring line. They like they can all score. But I'm I'm looking at Nason and going, let's start naming lines after him. You know, what yeah. I mean? like let let's let him cook a little bit. Remember, let Russ cook. Let's let, let Stefan Nason cook. How about that, Rod? Oh, what are you, just the second most winning coach through 400 career uh, games on the bench? Listen to me. Feature Nason. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening. We're scheduled to open May 16th. And do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at TheDesignery.com.